Welcome to another exciting episode of the Isaac Boys Podcast. Doing the Ghost alongside Terrorizing. Coming to you guys this week with episode... 93. 93. <laughs> I wasn't sure. You wasn't sure? I really? wasn't sure. Uh, these are, actually, I think the Vita Podcast does help with that. Yeah. Makes uh, keeping track of these things. Because, you know, with the new season and everything, can't have a, a, an idea of you know, how many we did already. So it's... Mm-hmm. It helps, but um, yeah, coming off of yet another great week, very stellar week, as we like to say here on the podcast. But it's actually, as much as it sounds like a broken record, it's stuff's getting better. Stuff keeps getting better. I mean, and I think we're very what's to say? Word I'm looking for. Uh, humble is not the right word, but we're very modest with our with our success. Like we don't. We're not celebrating prematurely or over exaggerating or anything like that. I think we're having, you know, good success. There's still a lot more yeah. areas we can, in which we can grow. There's still so much room for growth, yeah. But what we, what, with what we have, mm-hmm. it's definitely being maximized. I think definitely being maximized. And and there's still there's still room for growth. There's still a lot of room for growth. And even though we're not exactly where we would like to be, I still like the position that we are. Mm-hmm. You know. Yep. And I mean, like this this past week we had you know birthday party that happened. Yep. Um, which kind of mixed with the UFC, which is fun, which we'll get into. Yeah. But you know, all those things just like you said, we talked about it a little bit last week. As far as you know, mm-hmm. things kind of coming together and overlapping, and there's been a lot of that. As it's kind of showing what the the. The VIVN culture is kind of it's kind of becoming this thing. Yeah, we're, we're shaping our culture for sure. Yeah, where it's, you know, it's it's fighting, but you know, it's video games, of course, uh, primarily. Mm-hmm. But it's also anime. It's also fighting. It's just everything is kind of blending now seamlessly, and it's mm-hmm. it's becoming a great thing. And I think people are, are starting to understand what it is. I mean, there's still, like, for as as good as we do, there's still so much growth that can be done. Mm-hmm. There's still a lot of people that, for whatever reason, still don't know we exist. That has a lot to do with our marketing. Yep. Um, Had a lot of those conversations this week. A lot of those conversations this week. A lot of things that we're going to be doing moving forward to help that situation. Um, We actually have... um, We're going to be in a a publication sometime soon. Yeah. uh, Recently, um, there's going to be a write-up on us Mm -hmm. in a a very... I guess, well, well, it's not really well-known, per se, as like... in our demographic, but it's, yeah. it's 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 helping us spill over to another demographic mm-hmm. that I think could be helped, because you know we talked about t- you know, tapping into the tourist market, and um, this week we definitely did that. I think we're gonna be doing that in a major way with this publication because it's mm-hmm. um, yeah, it, it's it's one of those that circulated you know throughout a lot of, <laughs> you know what I'm trying to avoid saying, but I I do, but um. It's gonna be in a lot of the, the you know like the yacht clubs the yeah, the yacht clubs you know the Ritz Carlton mm-hmm. it's probably it's, it's circulated through those places so um, draw your own conclusions on that one but, yeah um, but definitely tapping into the right demographic I think mm-hmm. especially for like the you know the tourists and stuff like that so that I think that's gonna be good for us yep it's gonna be great um, hopefully it's gonna go as well as I think it will and then you know puts an even better position yeah. 
But um, just kind of going over this week, um, like, like, like I started saying, we had the um birthday party, which was mm-hmm. which was uh, honestly one of the better ones for me. And I know, I know you missed it, mm-hmm. but and let me tell you that that day in general was a lot of work, but. Yeah, it was it was definitely a busy day because we had you know some of our normal customers, so much so that you know some of our normal customers spilled over into the birthday. Of course, we keep them separate, but mm-hmm. you know we had that, and we also had you know some new customers as well. Mm-hmm. Um, that translate that end up being you know a birthday party coming up next month. Yep. Um, on that, and so it was great, and like I said before, with the you know the UFC watch party kind of being mixed with this because i mean the brother party i mean they, they were down they were watching the fight so it was it was just fun watching the fights with you know a whole new crowd i mean it wasn't a pay-per-view mm-hmm. um so it was you know more of the quieter ufcs but it ended up being you know for, for a lot of people that you know not you know new to not not hip to ufc haven't watched it you know or know what it is getting to watch them experience ufc for the first time and you know it's always fun all their comments and everything. it was great. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I rather enjoyed it. So it's good, man. Yeah, the, the lounge keeps uh, trucking along. We keep trying to come up with different ways to innovate, different ways to keep improving the product. You know, we we don't want to get stagnant. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's very in in this kind of thing, it's very easy to get stagnant. Um, you know, in terms of you know games we have available, in terms of you know. Getting our, our usual customers, you know, yeah, just and just you know, just rolling with that. Services we offer, things like that, you know. But it, it's it's always good to try to improve on every like every aspect of our business. We always try to improve on, mm-hmm. and I, I, I want us to never never get complacent. I'll always remember that. Like always yeah. always keep that at the forefront to always be improving, because just that just having that mindset has changed so many things about what we do here, mm-hmm. and for the better. And I want to keep doing that to keep improving. You know what I mean? Hundred um, percent, because we we are gonna be making some major changes to the the look of the the room, mm-hmm. one of the rooms, there. which we actually started already. You know, adding some some new added decoration some new, pieces. Some new, we added some new decorations. But that for for those of you that probably haven't been to the lounge for a while, definitely you can come and check that out. Most but definitely. There, but there actually is a, actually we don't do it yet because there's actually a lot more going up. Yeah, um, there's there's gonna be some major. Well, it's going to be done in stages. Unfortunately, we, yeah. we, would, we would like to do everything one time, but there are going to be some some major changes. Um, we're going to be adding like a new area. If we, well, not really a new area, but a new station. Yeah, a new station. Um, it's, I mean, it's going to be pretty much priced as like a premium station, but it's just a way to help the workflow a little bit better. Yeah, because with certain groups, when they get too big, it for that that front room it's it's a it's it's it becomes a bit much yeah and i i get that you know they're they're trying to be you know get the big the biggest bang for their buck and try to make it very cost effective mm-hmm. doing it on the standard stations but when your group is a certain size it, it almost you know you ha- you almost have to do the premium stage you have to do the, the premium side because um you know it, it's too much over there <laughs> yeah and they almost take it almost take over the whole room and you know it, it's it becomes too much of a thing there but yeah Mm-hmm. So we are going to be introducing a new station. Uh, I guess you can. I don't know. We could, we could probably call it the group station. I don't know. Like, 
Because we could always, I mean, I know we were, we were setting it up for Nintendo Switch, but we could also move. Yeah, you, you, you can, we can put everything over there. Put, put, put everything put, over there. You can put the Xbox Series X over there. You can put PlayStation over there. And you can bring your own console and set it up over there, too. Mm-hmm. So that was just going to, you know, help help the flow a little bit better. Help, mm-hmm. you know. I think that's going to be great. Also adding some new decoration pieces to the TV. Mm-hmm. You know. making Just making that whole space more, more enjoyable. One. It's, it's gonna be the it's, it's gonna be the premier area for for bigger groups, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, as it should be. As it should be. It's a, it's a big it's a bigger space. So even even more so than the premium area, which is right now the more group friendly space. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is gonna be even more so. Yeah. And once we get it, like every, once we get everything done to that area, we want it to, to be done. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be like you know. It's gonna really set the lounge off and make it to me. Put it in a like you know, elevated even more so than what it is. Which which you know. I mean, we're already pretty. We're already in a good spot. We're in, in a good space. Yeah, everything like, looks great. Anybody and comes in and sees it is gonna be blown away. But which with with all the new people we had this week, everyone was like totally blown away, totally excited about you know the look and feel of the lounge and you know got a ton of questions as far as you know. Who, who who designed this place and all, where all this stuff comes? That's from. always one of the most the more the more interesting questions we always get is like yeah. who, who designed this place and stuff like that. He was like, "It's us, it's us." I mean, it's, and and that being said, I still feel like it's you know, is there still more that could be done to it? Like, yeah, because if we had an unlimited budget, we we, we know this place would look phenomenal, hundred percent. But we don't. Just make the best of what we got. Make the best of what we got, which is cool. I mean. I just can't wait to see it, man. I think it's gonna be, mm-hmm. it's gonna really turn things around here. And, and like you said, for with, with the bigger groups, I like to see them utilize that space a lot more. Which I'm wondering if we should set a limit to that, but we'll, we'll talk about that off air. Yeah, we can work so much out all the discuss. details. Yeah, mm-hmm. so much more to discuss there. But um, getting back into you know talking about improving our product. Um, we are going to be getting back to doing more events. Yep. And, you know, we, we've talked touched on it, you know, with COVID and everything. It kind of slowed us down. But yet again, it looks like we're on the other side of this whole thing. So It looks like we, I mean, people are saying whatever they want to say, you know, whatever. But I think we definitely, you know, the numbers have been, you know, plummeting mm-hmm. not just here but stateside as well i think well, it's worldwide worldwide we're, we're kind of at the end of this a um, lot of places have removed their mask mandates which i just can't wait till I, can't we do wait. That. I can't wait for that happens and that being said like you were saying we are going to start moving into doing our events again mm-hmm. and that's all our events we, 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 where we talk mm-hmm. about our you know our launch parties we want to get back to those especially yeah. i think those we, we can do you know fairly easily there's, there's, there's a lot of events like that we used to do back in the day, our core events, I would say, that really was the, you know, the 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 the, the foundation of VIV and when mm-hmm. we first started, you know, like like you were just mentioning the launch parties, you know that this is this is this is things that, you know, we just kind of did on a whim, we just like we had no idea what VIVN mm-hmm. was or anything, and we just kind of started doing these things, and they were successful. Mm-hmm. So now that we actually do have a following, I can only imagine, you know, what we could actually put together. Yeah, how much better these events can actually be. You know, and not just because we have our own place now, but the look of the place and everything. There's not a whole lot of decoration that needs to be done. Minor things here, just some kind of themed stuff, and good to go. We we'll roll out with stuff like that, and 
I think that'd be great. I think that's, you know, an, an area that we, we could definitely improve on. Mm-hmm. Getting our events up and our running again. Back, yep. I mean, again, and of course, we did stop doing the events because of the whole COVID situation. You know, not only because, you know, people probably worried about, you know, being in close proximity or of uh, someone with COVID or turning into a spreader event, you know, a super spreader event. But yeah. now that, you know, things are better, and of course, with masks and stuff, you know, the carnival committee is actually going to be doing carnival this this year. So, yep. Because yeah, people are more, you know, holding up to the idea of, you know, getting back to normal. Getting back to normal, being around people. It's okay, kind of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, looking forward to doing our events again. Yep. Um, so much to be done. I mean, even our tournaments, which we we, we are, mm-hmm. I think we said in um, in April, things gonna be our next our next tournament. But we're gonna be doing events events leading up to that. Yes. And also, um, can touch on it here. We are gonna be revamping our supporter program mm-hmm. and kind of making it more streamlined for 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 everybody. And you know, including some 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 loud stuff too as well. Yes. So definitely look out for that, you know. And of course, talking about our Patreon, you can see the link over there. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna be updating our Patreon, um, including some lounge stuff and also you know like membership and all that stuff. Which is, 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 there's definitely some cool, exciting things coming up, and getting back to our events. We are going to be adding a new element to some of our events, kind of, kind of a VIP type thing, mm-hmm. just so people can have a more you know premium experience if they want. And we want to we want to do some cool things with that. And we're going to be including that with our our Patreon or our membership and all that stuff. So there there there's some exciting things definitely on the horizon. Um, I'm a hundred percent you know down on on board and totally excited for everything happening because. Like we say, like things, things, things are on the up and up here. So mm-hmm. things are things are definitely trending in the right direction. I mean, some I mean, it's 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 not all it's not always great. Like there's a lot of yeah. Uh, no, we're talking about that today actually. Um, because earlier in the week, like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday are kind of our slower days. Yeah, and they're all, they and those play. days were like, you know, we're, we're we're that's when we do a lot of our brainstorming. That's when we're doing a lot of our coming up with ideas because it feels mm-hmm. like man, like. Things aren't working the way we want it to. Mm-hmm. And then the weekend happens. And when the weekend happens, it, it just, just erases all that. Yep. And sometimes the weekends can start it from Thursdays, mm-hmm. which is our day off. But sometimes we get called we, in on our day called off. called in on our day off. And then it's just... Then it's Friday's good. Saturday's good. Sunday's good. And it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, we're doing good. We're killing it. And then we have to record the podcast. So that's why whenever we record, we're... We're always <laughs> in high spirits, I guess. High spirits because the weekend just happens. So. Yeah. But yeah, what, which which is when we mention the you know there's room for growth, that's generally what we're referring to, of course. Those yeah, those days, but like, and it's not like those days are 100 percent bad because yeah, those days have actually gotten better. Those days have gotten better over last week. You know those week those days have definitely gotten better. Mm-hmm. You know it's just I, I was what I was leading to is that you know not everything is always perfect, but we just you know find ways to just make sure to, to focus on the positive things. Mm-hmm. And I guess there's, there's some aspects of it that keeps us humble. I guess we, we already touched on earlier, but uh, I'm definitely excited to to see where we're where we're heading. Yep. And uh, the things that we're putting together. Yep. Definitely it's excited. And we're gonna, gonna be cool. Speaking. Uh, I'm glad you said that because it segues right into another thing that I'm pretty excited about. 
Mm-hmm. You're talking about, you know, forward movement and making things, you know, trend in the right direction. Mm-hmm. We, um, I guess you can call it a new partnership. But we do have a, 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 an exciting thing to announce that we are going to be in partnership with uh, a content creator. Yeah. Good friend of ours for, you know, he's been on the podcast. Um, been, yeah, it was one. Yeah, he, he was on. I, I, I thought it was twice, but no, it's once. Once he's been on the But we are going to have him back on the podcast, you know, once we do an official announcement for this. But yeah, we are going to have a, a new, uh, I guess you can say a member on board, if you will. Yeah. Kind of a partnership. Um, someone's going to come on and create some content for us, and we're going to be doing a lot of collaborative things together. Mm-hmm. Of course, we're talking about uh, our good friend, John Ventura, who's, um, yeah, starting his, uh, his you know, content creation portfolio, if you will. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be doing some work for us. So that's going to be re- pretty cool. Um, if you guys remember when he was on the podcast, you know, it was, it was a very... It was one on one of our well received, one of our better well received podcasts. Yeah, episodes. Um, didn't have a lot. We didn't talk much about a lot about gaming stuff, but you know it was definitely good podcast nonetheless. Yep, and and a lot of the stuff is going to be gaming and you know good ideas related to as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, he's just launched his, his you know his YouTube, and of course we're going to get him on. Uh, maybe maybe we could try for next week, if not next week. The week so it's definitely sometime. Mm-hmm. Next month he's gonna be on, and we're gonna talk more in detail about some of the things that we're gonna be working on, and we do it together. And it's gonna be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I like I like things going in this direction because it's it's building the network, which we, which we are yes. you know mm-hmm. video game networks. And I, I like we got another another notch. I'm still not sure how we're gonna do it with you know with the with the the, the video setup and everything. I guess we'll yeah, I mean, we'll, we, we, we'll we, figure we, all that out. You know. Yeah, we'll, we'll go into that afterwards. But yeah, mm-hmm. definitely excited to see how that goes. Um, it's gonna be a lot of fun, and I mean, I'm, I'm gonna wait for him to tell his story, or whatever. But it's it's things that happen that you know make you have to pivot mm-hmm. in these directions, and and I can 100% relate. Mm-hmm. Um, we definitely have to when things happen. Yeah, when things happen a certain way, you, you kind of have to. Adjust your life. Adjust. You know? No. Which it's, I know we touched on it last week, you know, about finding your thing and mm-hmm. everything. But mm-hmm. one thing I, I would say is that in life, like, suffering, and for as much as we try to avoid it, it, it it's, 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 a, it's a big part of life. It's part of the process. It is part of the process. Because without suffering, you, you, you don't know. You you can't really make improvements, mm-hmm. which you know p- people you know, talk about. You know, you're either winning or you're learning. That, that that's definitely true. Because if you, if you're just winning all the time, you you're not gonna make any adjustments. No. Like, if COVID didn't happen, you know, we didn't get like you know a halt to our income or anything like that, we would still be working somewhere, working somewhere, and this would probably be like still a thought in our heads, still a dream every day going to work. Like, man, if we could only, you know. If you can only pinch a couple pennies together to save a few more dollars to do this. So yeah, yeah, did, you know. e- exactly. So it's hard to to think about suffering in, in a sense that, you know, it's a, it's a positive thing because mm-hmm. nobody likes to go through hard times. Nobody likes, nope. you know, the challenge of, you know, trying to figure out, you know, 
what it is they want to do when they, you know, when there's a loss of a job or there's a loss of a loved one or anything like that. But mm, it's it's those pivotal moments that you know I think define us and shows us where whether we're gonna be you know something great. So yeah, step up and be great, or we're just gonna fall to the wayside and let you know life dictate you know where you fall. So I'm I'm definitely proud of uh definitely proud of John and of course you know we're gonna touch more on it when he, when he comes on and everything but I think I guess you can consider that a good idea you know yeah learning to cope with with, with suffering with changes with change because you know suffering I mean you could use that word suffering but it, it's not suffering if unless you allow yourself to suffer in a sense you know what I mean I mean yes it did by definition it is technically yeah. suffering it, it, it initially it feels you know negative yeah but going through the the challenge of it, but you just gotta you gotta learn learn how to use that again, like you said, as a learning experience, and you know maybe not so much use that word suffering because it has such a bad connotation to it. Mm -hmm. But when these it's, it's, it's part of the process when these experiences happen, mm -hmm. you know, treat it like an RPG, pretty much. Yep. You know, when you go through something, you get you get XP, you get experience points. So. The tougher the battle, the more experience points you get. You know what I mean? And, you, and the more experience points you get, the more you level up. And that's essentially, you know, it's life. Leveling yeah. up. If you, if you if you stay at a certain level, you don't you don't if you just walk around the the marketplace and you don't fight the the slimes or whatever, you'll never level up. Mm -hmm. You'll always stay base level. You know what I mean? You'll, you'll never be able to fight the the final boss. There you go. So just gotta. Work on leveling up. And there's your good ideas. So <laughs> But yeah, I'm 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 totally excited about that partnership and, and I do I do look forward to others like that because uh, there is another potential one mm -hmm. kinda like that as well. That's it, it, it's 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 right there. And I think it's, it's it, marinating. It's definitely I, I, I've already put the bug out there, I already put the you know Yeah, and, and basically the last conversation I had with you know other individual it, it it's 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 just a few more things we're working on, but I think it's it's pretty much done. Mm. So it looks like we're building a, a, a stable of content creators, mm -hmm. which is great. That's which is need. great. So if you are a content creator <laughs> and you want to be a part of the network, we welcome it. You can definitely hit us up mm. on our Facebook, on our IG, um, email us, hit up, hit us up on our website, all that good stuff. So we are open to working with content creators. Yep. To, you know, kind of build this, to, to kind of build a network and kind of give, you know, nerd culture a shot in the Virgin Islands, you know? Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, it's it's a thing and, like, a lot of people, I think a lot of people are s surprised by how much of a thing it is. Mm -hmm. Us, not so much, but, you know, it's when people come here and they see people playing video games and stuff like that and they're, like, you know, seeing kind of what we put together and they're, like, wow, people are actually coming here to enjoy this kind of stuff. is like, it's actually a thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I got a lot of I got a lot of thank yous this weekend. Like people, are like yeah, you know, yeah, th thanks for putting this place together because you know young people don't have anything to do, and mm -hmm. especially here in the islands where it's you know, and that's essentially what what we're trying to do. We're just trying to uh, we spoke about it last week a lot as well. You know, we're just trying to create an, a, a place, a safe place for people like us. You know what I mean? And it's and I, I, as, as there's an idea or a concept that people just have in their mind that you know we you know that. You have to have money to come here and play, you know, kind mm -hmm. of thing. It's, it's it's not necessarily the case. 
Yep. If you want to come and just hang out, you can, you can come and just hang out. We, 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 yeah, we, we do have people that do that. We welcome that 100%. But I think that there's a lot of people that don't know that. Yeah. We've we got we to gotta figure out a way to get that that uh, that uh, that across the people this is the this is the hangout you can come yeah. here and just hang out if you're you're bored you're stuck at home bored you know on your day off and you have nothing to do pass through hang out see what we're doing see what other people are doing you know this is this is kind of what we do here yep and it's just you know a safe place to hang out share ideas talk you know yeah all the nerd stuff that that we like so most definitely so work on a we're gonna keep this, you know, this train rolling, and I, I look forward to, to everything that's gonna happen this week and all the great things. But there are um, a few game releases um, this. Yes, uh, this this week and last week, I guess. Um, of course, the major one that everyone's talking about, which we, uh, I'm gonna touch on a little bit. We're we gonna touch on a little bit later. Um, Elden Ring, of course, has been the big release. Mm-hmm. Everyone's just losing it over this game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of polarizing because I'm seeing more positive than negative. But I think the negative is just people either not understanding that it's a Souls game or not understanding the, how Souls games work or mm-hmm. people just want to hate on it. But it's overwhelmingly positive. I um, The reviews and feedback people are getting. It's good. crazy. It's but w- w- what else we got? Um, I mean, other than that, I mean, there's... Couple of the games is um, Shadow Warrior is coming out. Uh, is it today? Tomorrow. Oh, there you go. Shadow Warrior Three, which for most people, I, I think there's a lot of people that are probably not familiar with that Shadow Warrior. But we do have a couple of friends that know yeah. Shadow Warrior. I, I, I did see someone um, in Discord mention that they already have it pre-ordered. So yeah, from the, and we have friends that are into you know Shadow Warrior from the beginning. The yep. First Shadow Warrior. There's a, there's a lot of cool lines that even to this day I still say from the first Shadow Warrior. Mm-hmm. Just fun things to say. Um, so that there's that. There's also um, I think there's a DLC coming out for um for Ghost Runner. Mm-hmm. For that game, there's a DLC coming out for that. And this week we also have Gran Turismo Seven coming out this week, huh? March third. I've been kind of waiting to see you know what the game's actually gonna bring. Because yeah, it, it's it's kind of PlayStation's um. It's PlayStation's Forza for the most part. Yeah. But not not Horizon, but more the the Forza Motorsport. Yeah, falls under that. So I'm I'm interested to see how it actually gonna it's actually gonna play and how it's you know because this is the first next gen mm, Gran Turismo. Gran Turismo. So it has a lot riding on it. So hopefully PlayStation knocks it out of the park. But uh, it's hard to complete the Forza. Believe it or not, I mean I just haven't been seeing the buzz that you know you would think would go like you would think being another PlayStation exclusive that they put behind it. I haven't seen you know. A lot of the the PlayStation marketing I've seen was for you know Horizon, which is I think we touched on last week or the week before, or whatever. By the way, great game. It that good. game, it's it's definitely I I, I don't see how it's not a ten either. Mm. Horizon, that game is is one of the most beautiful games I've seen. Mm-hmm. If as far as next gen games, that, that game is oof. PlayStation doing what PlayStation does. Yep, throwing out those great triple uh, A titles. Mm-hmm. That we love so much, so. But yeah, Gran Turismo is coming out. Um, that'll be a, next week. We have a whole other set of goodies. Not really. <laughs> Actually, yeah, there is there is one biggie coming out next week, which we will get into when that time comes. But um, yeah, Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the. I mean, 
the the, the buildup of the hype of this game has been crazy throughout the the, the months, the past couple of months, and now throughout its development, it's it's been once people once it was announced, people were excited. Once the game the gameplay trailer came up, people were blown away, and just love that you know, especially if, if you're if you're a Dark Souls, mm-hmm. you know, fan, people were just ready for it. People were salivating for this game for a long time. And it's, I mean, granted, we're, we we never really played those games for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, I, I have looked at a lot of gameplay for Elden Ring. You know, even before it came out, you know, seeing how the you know the character creation works, and you know, just seeing how it's it's such a it's just an open world. Essentially, it's just a it's a vast. It takes. Everything people like about you know the Souls games, which is uh, your very diff- like your, your your varying difficulties and hard bosses and stuff like that, like just about anything can kill you if you're not you know careful. Mm-hmm. It takes that and it kind of expands on that, putting you in a in an open world yeah, setting where you can dungeon crawl and so like you like, when you're in the open world, you can just look anywhere and pretty much wherever you look, you, you can, can you can pretty much go, mm-hmm. and it it it, it encourages exploration in that in that way where it's like you know you're just gonna be you're just gonna see like maybe like a temple on a mountain it's like oh that's kind of far away but i wonder what's over there and you go over there i mean maybe maybe you fight a few things on the way there but once, once you get there there 100 is something there waiting for you mm-hmm. and there is a reward for you know it, it's it's it, 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 it it's 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 a nice risk and reward system mm-hmm. because it doesn't the next thing it is, it, I'm not sure how the, the enemy scaling is, but it, from what I understand, is like you can go over there and find things that are way out of your level, and you're gonna have to like get out of there and come back, kind of thing. It's like it's it's it's, it's just such a, a nice open and, world and, 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 seam, and seamless, very very seamless v- as well, very seamless. And I didn't even realize because because I guess we're I mean I, I didn't I never really followed a lot of the. You know what the game's about, and all that kind of stuff, or the story, because there there isn't there is their own overall story as well. Mm-hmm. But you know the different types of classes that I saw, that was I, I didn't I didn't even know all those were yeah. available. The the character creation is is pretty pretty in depth, I would say. You can do some pretty interesting things with that. Yeah, you can love. You, you, there's you know you can make samurais, you can make you know magic users. There's you know hand to hand users. It's, it's just and there's like I was thinking, okay, maybe there's like maybe three different classes kind of thing there's like five or seven or something. There's, there's a lot of different mm-hmm. classes I, I, which i didn't even know but yeah i mean i mean for those of you that are probably playing this game right now you're probably like yeah you know this is, you know you, you know everything that we're saying and you know <laughs> even more probably more than even we know about this game mm. but yeah that, i mean the hype is the hype is real and it's like when, when i look on my playlist like my friends list there's a bunch of people playing this game yeah and it's it's, it's 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 very interesting to me. Yeah, it's it's because it's not one of those games that you can just on first glance know like what makes it so great. Mm-hmm. It's more of an experience. Yes. And you know, getting a chance to see the game, you know, like footage of the game and watching people play the game. It it it's definitely one of those games that's you know could definitely like it's, it's taking you out of. Whatever challenges you have, and it's putting you in this world that's mm-hmm. just so vast and so almost limitless to the experiences. It's it could definitely be you know one of those life-consuming games, which yeah. it's 
make an out. I mean, because you know, there's there's a lot, lot of replay value as well, because like I mentioned, the different classes, different classes, different difficulties, you know. And there's there's what what makes these kind of games great is like the different secrets. There's, there's different, um, I guess, you know, secret dungeons or secret, you know, and how they do the story. You're not gonna have you know long cutscenes and stuff like that. They they they, they tell the story kind of in the game, mm-hmm. in a sense. So. And and it's not and there's not again it's, they're not beating you over the head of the story either. It's just kind of open to explore. Like if you want to know more, you can know more, which you, you don't necessarily have to kind of thing. So yeah, I mean some people are calling this game a masterpiece. Again, I'm, I'm yet to experience the game, so I'll, I'll reserve yeah. my judgment. I almost regret not doing a launch party for it. Yes. Yes, we definitely should have done a launch party for it. I mean, I mean maybe even though it's not. It's not too late. On launch day, we could probably do something for because it. Because a lot of our, you know, launch party games are not going to be on. It's not going to be on launch date per se. It's going to mm-hmm. be like the week of the launch kind of thing. And you know, we still kind of have time to do that. But I mean, it's just the market. We're not going to get the marketing out in time. I don't think. You know, it depends on when we do it. But mm-hmm. it, you know, it's something we can definitely discuss. But you know, Elden yeah. Ring, man, it's 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 a, it's, it's, it's a game that people are. It's consuming lives right now. <laughs> I'll put it that way. Yep. And maybe we'll, we'll get uh, Wolfman on here, and he can. Yeah, there's 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 a guy to that can definitely uh, break that game down for you. Mm-hmm. But um. Well, yeah. Very cool. Also, um. This week, is it this week coming up? Yeah, I want to say it's this week. Um, Batman. Yeah, Batman's coming f- out this week. Yeah, Batman is coming out this week. So that is something to look forward to. There you go. New Batman movie, of course, starring um, Mr. Twinkle himself, <laughs> um, Robert Pattinson, Robert, Bobby Sparkles. There. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm. St- my, I, I, there's because I've seen a lot of trailers. And I was feeling good about this movie for a long time. But the more shows I'm, I'm seeing, I'm like, hmm. I don't know. Really? The more, I don't, like, the least trailer, the, the least I know about the movie, I, I was more happy for it. But the more trailer I see, I'm like, I don't know if I like his Bruce Wayne. Yeah. I, I get where you're going with that. Because, because I, I, he, it's, it, he doesn't look Bruce Wayne, but... Not, not I think there, there's a reason. Not just the look. I mean, yeah, I mean, there. You know, it's 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 year one, all that good stuff. Year two, actually, but yeah. I don't know just just some, like some of his lines in some of the trailers and stuff, and him talking. I'm like, doesn't give me Bruce Wayne vibes at all. And I'm like, I'm interested to see how it flows together in the movie. Mm. See how that relationship of him being Bruce Wayne and you know his relationship with Alfred, how that works. You know, because that's that's actually. I mean, that's. I would like to think in year one or year two, that's where you know, a lot of the trust is being built. There should be a lot of dynamic between him and Alfred, that is developing throughout this movie. I would. I mean, I would like to think, in year one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? As well, a, I mean, they kind of grew up together, so it's like, maybe a lot of that was built already. Yeah, I, I get. I understand that for the most part, in terms of, but I mean, like. The Batman Alfred relationship. Exactly. Like you're, you're, you're. Okay, we grew up together. He knew, Alfred obviously knows Bruce Wayne, but now 
Alfred getting to know Batman. It's like, okay, you're a superhero now. You know, how, how does this affect, you know, you know, I, I, that, that's what I want to see in, in, you know, the progression of this movie. I mean, I want to see, of course, there, there should be some progression for Batman as well. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if you're, if you're taking the, the route of doing a year one kind of thing, there has to be things he learns going through. You know what I mean? Yeah. And based on some of the trailers and based on what I see, this you know the direction this movie going, it's definitely more of a thriller slash mystery type mm-hmm. movie. And, and rightfully so, you know, Batman being a detective, exactly. And they're 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 you know pushing this more serious tone with Batman. So I think Riddler was a a good choice. Um, An interesting choice. Yeah, because uh, you know Batman's a detective, so it's kind of kind of setting it up like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm interested to see how how that plays with audiences. Like, if people are, you know, like this more mystery type tone to Batman, which early Batman comics, this is pretty much what Batman was, pretty much. Mm -hmm. Like a detective. Yeah. World's greatest detective type thing in a bat suit. But. Uh, That's the nice thing, too. Like, because it's early on in the career, I'm interested to see the. the, I don't know. I, I guess, like you said, it is year two, not year one. But, like, in my mind, it's like. Okay, if you're go- if you're going early Batman, you gotta go early Batman. So, him and the cops shouldn't be seeing eye to eye right now. You know what I mean? There should be that relationship should be built as well. You know, his relationship, you know, Commissioner Gordon with Gordon and all that stuff. Like, it shouldn't be. I don't know. I mean, it, it might, from the trailer, it seems like it's already established. So it's like, okay, it's not necessarily year one per se, but no, okay, whatever. You know, it's mm. you know, it's. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. You know what I mean? I'm, 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 res- I'm trying to reserve a lot of judgment. Um, mm-hmm. I just don't know how I feel about Patterson's version of Batman. Um, yeah, a lot of people waiting to see it. I mean, just by the trailers, because that's all we have to go on um, with some of the ac- action sequences. It, it looks like it's gonna it's gonna hold up. I yeah, I think the action sequences already to me already look good. The, those those are gonna be great, from what I've seen. Um, very visceral, very, you know, which is what Batman is and should be. Um, kind of gives you a Dark Knight kind of vibe. Yes. And I I kind of hope they kind of play on that because people keep like, uh, and, and that's that, that's kind of one of the things I was kind of worried about. Like in the trailer, you're seeing him like, you know, being the detective kind of thing. And that's, that part of it pulls away from, you know, the whole fear aspect. Because, at least in my mind, like, when, when, at least early on Batman, like, criminals were afraid of him because he was that, he was that symbol of, you know, of vengeance, which they, you know, they do use the word vengeance a lot in that one trailer. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing, you know, but he was like that, you know, that symbol of fear. So seeing him walking around with the cops and stuff like that is like, mm, you lose a lot of that aspect of it for me anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, him being like this relative unknown and they don't know who this guy is and he's just messing bad guys up you know that creating that fear that's that's kind of what i would like to see mm-hmm. you know if you're gonna go early batman um well yeah we'll see we'll, we'll see what we get um the batmobile is a is a muscle car which is you know it's, it's it you know the batmobile has gone over some iterations you know over the years it's you it's know, been a tank it's, it's been, been yeah high-tech james bond mobile for the most part now now it's like a muscle car for the most part um, I'm sure they're still probably gonna have its gadgets too. Um, yeah, we'll see how it see how it uh, see how it all comes together. Oh, it actually plays out. Yep. 
Looking uh-huh. forward to it for sure. Comic book movies are always good. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Multiverse Cat- of Madness is that that that's the one we're waiting for. Yeah, that's that's. Oh. But but this one this this this, this should see. I, I actually personally I really want it to be good. I re- I really want DC to get something. I want it to be. I want it to be good, and I want it to be like their kind of standalone Batman movies. That mm-hmm. DC goes this route, mm-hmm. and maybe have something they can build on. But I do still want to see more Justice League stuff with the Snyderverse. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you're gonna have to because it's. They're still kind of moving forward with it, apparently, with a bunch of different things that they have going on. Not to mention the Flash movie, yeah. Aquaman movie. So those characters are still. It's just, it just. It kind of just kind of muddies the water a little bit with all the different things, because, and I think, what Multiverse of Madness is doing, they're gonna try to do with our Flash movie. Yeah, which we said it before, but it's unfortunate they're doing it after the fact, but. So don't be surprised if you see Pattinson's Batman make a cameo in that movie. Don't be surprised if you see, you know, what's his name, Joker, um, Joaquin Phoenix, Joker, make a cameo in that movie. They're, I think they're just gonna try to pull, they're gonna try to do what multiverse they're kind of pulling all their properties together. Like hey, you know, multiverse. Which sure, I mean, audiences by now, especially all the hardcores are. They're they're gonna be fine. It's just casual. Just just gonna be like, yeah, you know. But I, I think, I think people are smart enough to figure out, you know, you know, what's what. And there's you just want to go watch a movie and just enjoy the experience as a standalone. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't see anything wrong with that. Yeah, this 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 DC should have gone the more standalone route. They're just trying to, you know, trying to be Marvel so badly. And it's just. I think they know by now that it's it's. That ship has sailed. Yeah, but they're still... I guess they just have, you know... These projects are trying to get out of the way, and... After that, we'll see. Yep. We'll definitely see. But, um... Yeah. With that, we'll, uh... Stroll right into our, our fight talk. Which, like I mentioned earlier... This week was... Quite the eventful... UFC watch party. Mm-hmm. Had a... A whole slew of you know new eyeballs on the UFC, and I was kind of there, you know, liaison, <laughs> kind of their liaison, kind of like yeah, come watch, enjoy, and it was fun. People hitting each other, people hitting each other, and then this week uh, there were like two or three fights back to back that was just bloody as hell. There was a lot of a lot of blood and guts in this one, so uh, you can imagine for new people seeing this for the first time, there yeah. were. Like, I'm What's sure, happening? Yeah, yeah. When when it comes to UFC, like I think even well, not this one, but I think it was a few weeks back when we had the, the, the other pay per view. People were asking if people ever actually die in UFC and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, that was oh, that was hilarious. Yeah, which no one has yet. I, I mean, I, I don't foresee it happening, but yeah, UFC has enough uh, things in place where I don't think that'd be the case. Mm-hmm. But that being said, another card for the books. Um, a lot riding on this one for certain people that we thought, you know. Yeah, but it, it does show the, you know, where certain people are at. And, of course, we'll get into it. Yeah. Uh, um, Starting off. My boy Terrence McKinney. 
he showed that he's he's you know he looks like a simple guy doesn't look you know he's very unassuming you know looking but he's 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 shown that he's of, of the elite yeah he's, he's definitely skilled i, I was mean, very impressed with his grappling terrence mckinney i mean for those of you that are aware um he has the the record for the quickest finish in the lightweight division mm-hmm. which is a very stacked division and i didn't even realize it was like like damn for lightweight you're you know to have to put up to to say you have a record in that division is you know it's a big time says a lot Definitely big time. And this was his first fight in the UFC. He knocked out, um, I think it was Favola. He knocked someone out with a clean one-two. Clean one-two. Uh, and then, you know, messed up his knee, so he was out for a while. <laughs> but mm-hmm. when he jumped off the cage. Um, but now we got to actually see him again, and he showcased more of his skills. Yeah, showcased his grappling. Showcased his grappling, and he looked pretty good doing so. Looked very good. So I'm definitely looking forward to seeing more of this guy. Yeah, scrambles were good. And that being said, he won the fight by submission. By sub. Against uh, Favis Zium. Yep. Um, just looked uh, pretty good, man. His, he, his scrambles were good. He he always made sure he put himself in a good position. And even when, you know, um, Zium was, you know... On paper, Zium looked like he, you know, he, he didn't look like he was any slouch either, but... No, he wasn't. I think McKinney just had his number. They bo- they both had the same record going into this one, uh, twelve and three. I'm sorry, no. No, McKinney was eleven and three, and ZM was uh, twelve and three. But now they're they're they're, so they're pretty close, you know, as far as experience mm-hmm. goes. But no, but McKinney just looks showed like he's 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 nice because we know we know where his stand up was, but now we know where his grappling is, so well, we, he's gonna be a problem. We still quite don't even know where his stand up is. We've seen a little bit of it. Yeah, that's true. We just know we can knock people out. There you go. Um, but he also has a... Uh, was it him that has a 100% finish record? Yes. He has a 100% finish rate. So, mm-hmm. in all his fights, all his victories, they've all been finishes. It's a good record to have. That's a, that says a lot. You know, for a young kid like that, too. You know, and this is how he's starting his career. There's still room to grow. Mm-hmm. He's still very green. In, in, at least, well, not necessarily an experience, because he has a lot of fights. Mm-hmm. But as a young man growing up in the world, he's still, you know, very unassuming and, you know, still has a lot yep. more experience to gain, you know? Most definitely. I only see great things come out f- from him mm-hmm. moving forward. Um, so good on him. Looking forward to see him doing some more good things. Uh, then we have... Uh, Josian Nunes versus... Roman Pascual. Yeah. Rom- Romana Pascual. Oh, decent fight. I mean, it it started good. Started very good. I like you know the the first round, but then, I mean, P- Pasqual was you know she had some nice knees, some nice inside elbows and stuff. I was like, okay, she's, she's doing her thing. She looked much bigger than Nunes, mm-hmm. but Nunes just you know scrappy and just just beat the brakes off her pretty much. Started just cracking her with some shots, swole her eye up. That was all she wrote, pretty much, for that. I mean, she just once that eye shut down, I was, she was just got she was just getting pieced up mm-hmm. for the rest of the fight, pretty much. Ended up being a one-sided beatdown, so ended up being a one-sided beatdown. Good on the decision there, no robbery. Mm-hmm. And then unanimous decision. Mm-hmm. And then Rong Zhu versus um, Ignacio Bahamondes, which is a fight we're looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Bahamondes is to. you know he's that guy. He's a scrappy guy, and he has, he has some skills to back it up. Mm-hmm. And he definitely showcased it in this fight. He won the fight by submission, which was his first submission. 
first submission victory, but he he grabbed the head and he grabbed the neck and he was tight. Yeah, he just, yeah, he it was tight and it was right away. I mean, I mean, Rongzu came to fight. You could see that. I was I was very surprised with you know his body language and how game he was. How game he was. He was. Mm-hmm. He was showcasing that you know he's no slouch and he's you know he's I like he's like I said here to fight. He was here to win too. He was you know there was some showboating in there a little bit. A little bit. Um, he was trying to you know. Mm-hmm. You can see you can see what the pink hair and him you know kind of you know he's trying to make a name for himself on to the crowd. Yeah, he's trying to build his brand a little bit. Yeah, and maybe focus a little bit too much on that because the fight for the most part was kind of back and forth for a little bit. Like I mean, Bahamonas was winning, but then. Rongzu was he got he got some good shots in there, mm-hmm. you know, but in the end, in the, again another late finish for Bahamundes, two fights in a row now where he's finished the fight you know in the last round. Mm-hmm. So you know what? The good thing about last round finishes is like it, it's, it's it's exciting all the way through, and then you get a something to cap it off instead of like a quick finish. It's, it always makes for a good fight. Yeah, and Bahamundes does not uh, does not disappoint. Does not disappoint in that regard. And then we had three fights that were just, just bloodbaths. <laughs> well, not 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 all of them were bloodbaths, but there were just there were some significant bleeding in the next three fights, mm-hmm. which is um, Armin Petrosian, Petrosian versus, versus yeah, Gregory Rodriguez. which was interesting because you know Petrosian name his his nickname was Superman, mm-hmm. and Rodriguez's nickname is Robocop, so it was pretty much Superman versus Robocop. Great fight. Decent back and forth. Um, Pastrami got cut uh, with a. Uh, I don't know what it was. Well, it was, it was, it was he had a lot of blood come out of his mouth, mm. and then he he did match a line. I think I, I think it was an elbow or something that got 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 Rodriguez cut under his eye as well. So both guys was pretty pretty bloody coming uh, to the end of that fight. Decent fight all the way. It, it could have gone either way, but you know, um, Pastrami did enough to win. I th- I mean, I'm sure Robocop thought that he wanted to, but it, it, it wasn't a robbery. And then the, 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 blood, the bloodiest fight of the night was a lightweight fight <laughs> with another uh, Armin. With the yeah, one is Armin and one is Armin. Yeah. It's interesting, too, guys. The same mm-hmm. name back-to-back. Uh, versus uh, Joel Alvarez, which this fight was a great fight for as long as it lasted. Both guys very scrappy. But then, you know, Armin just, he got the better of, of uh, Alvarez. He, he caught him an elbow that definitely cracked his nose bridge. Mm. And it was ble- it was the most I've ever seen a nose bleed. Because <laughs> it was just running. Mm. Unstopping, just, just flowing out of his head. Just painting the ring with blood. It was pretty bad. Uh, luckily, he got out the first round. You know, they clean him up as good as they can. Which the the, 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 the cut man just was more focusing on the nose, and you could tell that his nose was really bothering him. So I'm pretty sure it was broken, because even when his cut man was like kind of like, you know mm. put up, you, you could see mm. him like wincing. So you could tell he was in a lot of pain, but they didn't even cl- clean off his back. His back was still covered in blood. Going back out there, usually you know they wipe you down. Mm. They wiped on the front, but his back was still covered in blood. And he went back out there, and it was you know he got cracked on it some more, obviously, and he got down and just got grounded and p- ground and pound on that already damaged nose, and it was just leaking profusely which is was you know for a lot of people watching UFC for the first time it's pretty bad they were like yeah. uh just stop the fight <laughs> just like, why is the fight and you can tell that you know the referee wanted to stop it because he was bleeding so much mm-hmm. 
But every time we told him, like, you know, fight back, fight back, he would, he would move, he would do enough yeah. just to kind of keep it going keep a little bit going. longer. But as soon as he rolled over to his belly, the referee said, no, nah, we don't know that this is enough of this. Because he was bleeding pretty bad. And then we had a women's uh, flyweight fight. Yeah, Ji Hoon Kim. Versus uh, Priscilla Cochuera. There you go. Mm, Brazilian chick <laughs> versus uh, Asian chick. Asian. <laughs> South Korean, actually, I think. Yeah. Korean. Um, well, I mean, Kim kind of gave it away. But yep. Good fight. Uh, I honestly thought it was closer than they made it seem. I, I, to me, Kim did enough to win, in my opinion. Mm. Although she didn't win, I felt Kim did enough to win because I think she she won the first two rounds. She was more measured. She did her thing. She kept you know. She kept a measured a measured approach. Um, you can tell the Brazilian chick she wanted to land heavy, do damage. But um, the first two, like I said, I give to Kim. But then I think it was coming to the end of the second. She got cracked with an elbow. Um, Kim did inside of her face and she was just leaking mm. and Chick saw that and she that, that was just a target she started throwing a ton of elbows in that third round mm. um, trying to open that up and do more damage and she she was evading most of the damage for the most part but she was still getting cracked so she got pre, got beat up pretty bad in the third round and I think that's, that's what okay. ultimately won her the fight mm. so I think the second round was, was close but I think I want to say they gave it to her because she, there was a damage done at the end of the second round. But good fight nonetheless. Again, very bloody. Good fight, though. And then um, Wellington Terman versus Misha Serkinov. Mm-hmm. Misha. Misha. Uh, great fight for as long as it lasted, I guess. Both guys were, were pretty well matched. Um, Wellington just, you, you can see that he's, he, he's going to be a, a problem in that division. Mm-hmm. He's definitely on his come up. Doing work, and he he got he actually got Misha with a pretty pretty. I I, I don't I don't sound like I'm shitting on Misha, but mm. he's a pretty basic armbar. Like he didn't have any basic armbar, still an armbar. <laughs> yeah, still no, but I mean like the setup and everything was mm. pretty like entry level jujitsu type stuff. Like mm. not saying that tournament is a and you know mm-hmm. his jujitsu thing, but it just shows that you know his basics are so high level that you know. It caught, you know, Serganov, and he tapped immediately. So it was either very tight, or Misha didn't want his elbow broken. Can't blame him. Or shoulder, which... You're going to be out of commission for a long time to repair that, you know. That's going to be a problem. Affects your ability to make money, so... Yeah. Sometimes, you know, people want to give people shit for for tapping early a lot of times, but you you, you can't... You can, I, I, I honestly can't blame... You can't blame people. Nope. Especially when, you know... Yeah, you got the rest of your career to think about. You got, you got the, the rest of your career to think about. You got you to gotta think about, you know... How are you gonna make money? You know, the upcoming months. If you're out, sitting out with injury, you're you're unable to fight. You're unable to you know bring in an extra check, whether mm-hmm. win or lose. You know what I mean? Just sometimes, you know, it's it's in, it's in. That's it. You got me. You got me. <laughs> All right. See you next time. Yep. And then of course the main event, which I was looking forward to. Yeah, all night. we we, I, we definitely were. I mean, Bobby Green. You know they they definitely pushed him a lot. This. They, I, you could see that, okay, 
everyone's behind him now. Everyone's behind Fans him. Fans behind him. The UFC's behind him now. Yes. We, we we got a star, and and if he had won this one, his star would have been. His star could have been so high. Yeah. And you know it was it was. There was enough things in place set up that if he did win, the UFC was 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 poised and ready to capitalize on his success. Mm-hmm. They but set it all up. I mean, the unfortunate thing is he was he didn't win, but I, but I still think Islam Makhachev. I still think he doesn't lose much. He doesn't lose much because there was so much build up. You get to hear his story, mm-hmm. you know about his, you know his, excuse me, his mother that was on drugs, mm-hmm. you know, and his dad that was into the gang life and stuff like that, and. He learned very early on that love, that life is no joke and life is rough. And there's things you're going to go through, but, you know, how do you handle those things? So he, you know, from a very early on, he, he was five was when he, when he realized that, you know, life is no joke, which was like, wow. If that's what you're experiencing at five, you know, that's, that, that says a lot. It goes back to our good ideas, you know? Like, mm-hmm. and it, it, it's just like, you can just kind of show you the kind of person he is and what, what he's been through. Like this now is just, you know, and he, he's kind of always been a certain way, and now he just just it pu- it puts him in a in a position where you, you kind of you don't you don't look at him in judgment anymore. Uh, at least I don't. You know what I mean? You, mm. you, you know you look at him and you're like, yeah, it's a fighter, a guy that's fighting to make money, and you know that's it kind of thing. And he he always goes around and he says that a lot too. Yeah. But then now when you, when you kind of hear his stories, like okay, you you get it. You know what I mean? Get it. You know he, he he's 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 had a kind of a raw deal growing up. You know what I mean? And he's. He's for the most part turned it around for himself. Mm-hmm. So that in itself says, you know, a lot. That's why every time he gets on the mic, he's always talking about, you know, no matter who you are, you can, you know, you can do whatever you, you want. Can, you can do whatever you want. You can change your situation. But he, he, he always talks about that. And you know, you know, you can say that everybody does. But coming from him now, you, you, you understand why. You get a better appreciation for it. Yes. So definitely, um, I, I have so much more respect for him just in the buildup. Mm-hmm. They did a lot of build up for him on this one, and I'm glad they did. And it makes you kind of wonder how many other stars like that there are out there that probably just don't get it. It just takes that one, one performance, and now you know the machine's behind you, as they like to say. Mm-hmm. And the machine's definitely behind Bobby Green. I think he definitely deserves another main event. Yeah, he's he's definitely main event now. Yes, uh, the UFC see they, they they see that even though he he doesn't want to be an, he doesn't want to fight another main event. You know, they ask him about it, and he says, like, honestly, like, he, he just wants to fight and get out of there. Because yeah, as the main event, you got to kind of wait. And he just wants to fight and get mm-hmm. out of there. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't, like, he doesn't want another main event. But obviously. All the interviews and stuff like that. He doesn't. More money, more problems, man. That's what it, that's what it, that's what it comes down to. You want yep. more money? You got more things on your plate. So, mm. so unfortunately, he lost. But, you know, everyone's still hyped for this guy. He's still definitely a star. And stepping up the way he did mm-hmm. on 10 days notice for this fight. When everyone else said, you know, obviously said no. Just shows the kind of character he has, and he he, he says now he 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 felt him. He he knows what he's doing. He sees like you know he knows Islam's game now. He says mm. he says you know with a full camp he you know he, he can be more better prepared. And I believe him. Mm-hmm. Uh, is Islam on the other hand, you know he's, you know he's he's, he's Islam. He he's definitely you know he he's feeling himself you know and rightfully so. Like he's like, yeah, you know, I told you guys, you know, it's, it's gonna be done within two. And he was right. He did it within two. Did it within the first one actually. Mm-hmm. Didn't even make it the two. Um, and he was like, you know, a lot of the questions that were asking him was like, you know, was he surprised by anything, anything like that? And he was like, you know, 
<laughs> I, want to, I want to be respectful to this guy. You know what I mean? He yeah. he, he stepped up, but you know, he, and it's like, yeah. I mean, it kind of lets you know what those guys are. Those guys are no joke. Mm-hmm. Dagestanis. Yeah, and, and you got to with him now, and after seeing you know, the way Khabib fought and the way he's fighting now, you kind of you kind of get a sense of their game too. Where they're, they're kind of changing the game in the sense that before with like with grapplers. You never want to be out in the open with grapplers because you know, they'll take you down mm-hmm. and you want to get to the cage to, to get back up kind of a thing. But with the Dagestani grapplers now, it's, they don't shoot out in the open. No. They back into the cage and, and then they take shoot. you down. Where the cage is before what used to be what you used to get back up. They're getting you there. They're using that to get, to, to get, get you down. To get you down. Because so. usually with wrestling, you know, with Greco and all the freestyle, it's, it's usually a pushing motion to get you down. Mm-hmm. With these guys, it's a, it's a pulling motion. Get you the cage and the, you know they mm-hmm. scoop your feet from underneath you and all that. So it's they're definitely changing the game for sure. And I don't Khabib looked huge. Khabib was he's getting fat. He he's living the good life now. He's turning into his father. Yes. I, I, I was watching. I was like, yeah, he's pretty big. Then I saw the interview he did. I was like, oh yeah, he's very big. <laughs> <laughs> and even um, Bobby Green uh, saw him when they the cage and they, they kind of had a moment. Bobby Green was like, wait, you used to be one fifty five or like. <laughs> and then, you know, they both laughed about it and everything but yeah Khabib is, huge. Khabib is also big on Islam and says you know Islam mm-hmm. is is the elite of the elite and there's levels in this game and no one's on his level he's gonna show that so we'll see I mean Islam he's, he's proving it they just he just inches you back 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 as soon as you, you you get too close to the cage they're gonna shoot in and get their hands on you and once that happens you're going down. And once you go down, they use their feet very well to lock you up. Mm-hmm. And in this case, Islam just, you know, rain ground upon. So. Which is what I, I mean. Say what you want about him, but that, that that's the the kind of grappling I would prefer to see. Yeah. Take you down and, 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 and beat move towards the finish, whether it's a grapple. Yeah, or, or submit. Submission, yeah. They, Submission you, or you know, those, those guys, you know, that's, that's what they do. Even, um, you know, Hamzat, same style, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Those, I mean, it's just that... It's, it's, it's game-changing. It is game-changing. People will... Uh, y- you either adapt to it or you get learn to do it, you know what I mean? left behind. It's interesting. It's, 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 it's going to be cool. Now Islam, of course, is talking about him getting the next title shot, which right now in that current division, you're looking at um, Justin Gaethje versus... Mm-hmm. Oliveira. Oliveira. So whenever those two settle their mm-hmm. differences, they're saying Islam is next. Excuse me, just gonna see. I, I, honestly, I think he matches up good. I mean, obviously, I, I think Justin Gaethje. I think he can. You, you think he'll probably beat Gaethje? I think he can probably beat Gaethje. If you look at how easy could be beat Gaethje, things would be more more or less that that kind of a fight. Mm-hmm. The fight I do want to see, of course, is Oliveira. <coughs> Oliveira, because. With Oliveira, I mean, I, 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 honestly, personally, I think Islam can beat Oliveira, and I think he will beat him. But with Oliveira, well, why he has a chance that it's more intriguing is that Oliveira is not going to mind the takedown. Nope. Because he's, a, you know, jiu-jitsu. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter where the fight takes place, Oliveira is going to be somewhat ready for it. Mm-hmm. So that's where it's like, mm, is Oliveira going to be good enough on the ground to submit Islam? 
I don't think striking wise he's gonna be able to hurt him. Or not even not even sub. Well, striking wise, I think he can hurt him. But I don't think when it comes to the um, submission aspect of it, I'm, it's he's gonna be the one on bottom. So it's you know can he can he get a submission from bottom mm. versus that style of wrestling, that style of, that style of grappling. That's 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 what I'm thinking about. Yeah. That's, that's where I'm interested to see because. If Oliveira's on top, then yeah, Oliveira can get the submission easy. But can he get the submission? I mean, he, he can. He's, he's shown that he can. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just interesting to see where the fight is. Because standing, if, you know, obviously Mahachev is going to be waiting to, to get his back to the cage. To get back to the cage to take him out. Out in the open, though, like, Oliveira's no joke, striking-wise. Yeah. He's going to, you know, so try to piece him up. So if you're interested to see, because if Oliveira... Start taking a back step, he's in trouble. Mm-hmm. Oliver's gonna have to walk far. He's gonna have to mm-hmm. be aggressive with his striking mm-hmm. to the point that even if he does get taken down, you know, he's gonna be good, you know, to re- rely on your jiu jitsu. But we'll see. Then there are talks about Connor coming back as well, too. I've heard that in that division, which I don't know why. To make more money, of course, sure, but the level of competition Connor has to fight now is just like. I think the next big pay-per-view, like um, our friend Jason Farr says, I think Connor versus Bobby Green. It's a no-brainer. I don't know about it being a no-brainer, but I think it would be a good fight. Yeah, yeah definitely. I wouldn't. Yeah, definitely wouldn't call it a no-brainer because it's like there's so many other things you could do. But that's because the the it it would be good because both guys would, would you know understand the game and they would make it interesting. But there's no like there's no, no there's no built-in storyline like right now like. No, These are two guys that really haven't really talked. Nothing, yeah, there's, there's, there's no, there's no, there's no storyline. Yes, but with with two mouthpieces like that, a storyline can be built. First, first press conference, you have your story. Yeah, very first press conference. But I, I, the, I, I, the the day you announce that fight, you do a press conference like the next day. Start 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 building it from then, because that to me that fight that, that's, that's 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 a great fight. People will pay to see that fight. Both guys are mouthpieces. They will say, you know, whatever to build a fight, and they'll and they'll do that. Both guys don't back down from nobody. It's it's gonna be great. I, I, that, that's, that 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 does numbers easily. One that does numbers for, for it works for both parties because the pay per view guys are gonna be great. For Connor, gets him back in the limelight, gets him back mm-hmm. with a gamed opponent that's gonna fight him, hands down, mm-hmm. striking versus striker. You know what I mean? It's gonna be. Yeah, it has, uh, has all the ingredients to be it a good fight. It has all the ingredients to be a huge fight. Huge, huge mega fight. And the upside mm-hmm. is it's a win-win for the UFC either way. Connor wins in fashion. It's great. You got you got your got Connor back. You got your golden boy, ba- golden boy back. You can build him up however you want from that. Connor loses and you lose to Bobby Green. You have a, a mega star in Bobby Green now. Yep. But personally, I think the Diaz fight is, is, the, is the fight for Connor right now. That fight's not going anywhere. Like that, that fight can happen. People say that, but it is going somewhere. You know why? Because Nick Diaz does a, has one last fight on his contract, yeah. and what's his um Dustin Poirier wants it. So if you take too long to do that fight, Poirier's gonna get it, and you're never gonna see Connor. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So me personally, I I think Conor McGregor, Nick Diaz three, the trilogy. That's that's of course gonna do mega numbers. There's already a storyline there. You get them, you know, at a press conference. It's going to be great. They're going to do, you know, they're both going to do their thing. Diaz always draws. Connor always draws. It's going to be great. Could 
you imagine? And then if Connor wins that and then fights Bobby Green afterwards, that's, those are going to be two good fights for Connor, mm-hmm. where he's fighting, you know, not the elite of the elite. But so we got a chance to exciting see exciting enough fights to to, to make, showcase his skill. Showcase his skill. He can make some some mega bank with both those fights. Mm-hmm. And if Connor looks like a world beat in those fights, there'll be more of an argument for him to you know maybe start fighting. You know, Justin Gaethje, which I think will probably be mm-hmm. the one after that. Yeah. Like if I was mapping out Connor's career, yeah, it go just like that. It go Diaz, then Bobby Green, then Justin Gaethje after he loses, because unfortunately I think Justin Gaethje's gonna lose. And you know, once Connor beats Gaethje, and uh, that'll be three fights now. That's, 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 that's the calendar year right now. That's mm-hmm. Connor's mm-hmm. calendar year, or or fis- you know, fiscal year. fiscal year, whatever. Where he fights, you know, those three fights, he wins those three. You build up, you know, Connor is back, kind of a thing. He can, he can talk all the trash he wants, whatever. Have him fight for the title, whoever has it. Whether if it's Islam, it's gonna do huge numbers, huge. which is probably is gonna be Islam. And then of course that brings back the Connor, whole Connor Khabib thing. It's 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 gonna be scary. Yeah, it's gonna get back to that that scary dark place, a dark place for MMA, which hopefully it doesn't. But it probably will because of you know the the history there. Connor's gonna obviously be talking about Khabib. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. But w- could you imagine if Connor beats Islam? Is that enough to draw Khabib to come out of retirement? Hmm. Yeah, there's See? a thought. The, this is the, that that's the that's the trajectory there. And but obviously as it stands right now, obviously I don't think Connor could beat Islam, unfortunately. But yeah. But if you know, there's a lot, a lot of ifs. It's a lot of ifs. If if but if if this this path I just laid out, this is, this is my path for Connor. Mm-hmm. If this can get fortune, he can get to the Islam fight. Win or lose, that's your exit fight, Connor. Yeah, that's a nice. Especially if you win, that's a nice little setup. But I, I was I was also looking at you know. There's a lot of guys in the lightweight division that, light lightweight slash welterweight because. You know, you have your, your Dustin Poirier's and your Nick Diaz's that can go either lightweight or mm-hmm. they would prefer to do welterweight, but they can go lightweight. I'm thinking, like, Bobby Green could fight any of those guys and probably do some good good, do some good number. Yeah, him and Diaz would be a great Him and, like, could you imagine but, Bobby but Diaz, Green Diaz? But Diaz is gone. Yeah, Diaz is not doing a whole lot of fights after that, but that would be a great fight. The same guy. It's the same guy, you know what I mean? It's, it's like a passing of the torch or establishing yourself as the, the guy from that... that you know that could, that, could, that could be for a BMF title that could be for a BMF title 100% that would be great um, I think they should do one BMF every year yeah why not and uh, don't make it that it's a belly you have to defend but just like these are the guys that have been the BMF two guys whoever it is they, they mm-hmm. fight for them. you did it once might as well keep it going yeah it shouldn't be a belt where like oh this guy's the BMF champion mm-hmm. it should be more of something you earn you earn it the year before being called a BMF, and then you f- two guys fight for it, and whoever you know. Yeah, some along those lines. I, I, I need to work for the UFC. I'm just <laughs> pumping out ideas here. Yep. But anyway, um, next week is going to be a, a good one. Yeah, we kind of went off on that one for a little bit. Yeah, it was, it was all good stuff though. But this next week, great card. Lots to cover in this one, um, even down to the early prelims. There's, you know, you got Tim Elliott fighting. You got Brian Kelleher, who's the rapper. He's fighting. <laughs> he's fighting um, Khabib's uh, cousin, who's 13 and 0. Going to be interesting. You got a lot of people from Khabib's camp fighting in this one. Um, okay, you have, um, 
else you got on there? We got. Oh, Justin, well, they're starting to fight off with Justin Nicobe, which is yeah. good. Yeah. There you go. Let's uh, you know what kind of. Marion uh, Ferriero. Mm hmm. Against uh, Jessica I. Yep. I haven't seen Jessica I in a bit, so let's see where she comes back. You know, where, where, where she's, she's at. Against Ferro, though, that's. I'm sorry. I think this guy might be on her way out. Mm. Hate to yeah. say it. Let's we'll, we'll see. And then you have. Um, Kennedy, um, I can't remember the name. Who's that? Kennedy Zakuibu. I don't know. He's he, he was also really good. Um, light heavyweight. I'm not seeing that on this, but whatever. It's in the prelims. Oh, got you. Um, definitely a good prospect there to see. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep, yep. So looking forward to seeing him. Looking play. forward to see him. Um, what have we got on there? Oh, the, the main event, the main event, Jalen Turner. Jalen Turner versus uh, Jimmy Malaki. Yep. I think that's Turner all the way. I'm sorry. Yeah, Turner got that. Uh, that's 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 a build-up fight for sure. Then the main event, of course, is just all bangers. Yeah, the main card. Yeah. The main card is just all all stacked, bangers, just stacked, stacked from stacked, top stacked. to bottom. You got Greg Hardy fighting. Greg um, Hardy versus uh, Spivak. Yeah, and coming off of a loss, I don't so know. He's he's gonna mm -hmm. come out with more of you know more chip bigger. on his shoulder. Mm -hmm. We'll see what happens. Boy, Kevin Holland's fighting. Mm -hmm. Alex Oliveira should be a good one. That should be a great fight. Got Edson Barbosa fighting Bryce Mitchell. Bryce Mitchell is he's just such an interesting guy. Such an interesting character. I mean, he's he's just redneck as it comes, <laughs> and he owns up to it. He does not care. He, he he's that guy, man. He's you need you need more characters. Than you need more characters, and he's definitely one. He has no like he, like he trains like very very redneck, very backwards training. But his his grappling is on point, like on point, like. His, uh, he has twister setups, and you know you don't see twisters that often, but mm -hmm. he goes for it, and he has good hands too as well. Him against Edson Barbosa is going to be such an interesting fight, um, but Edson is just an elite striker, and this may be the fight that you know Bryce runs into where he's going to see like okay maybe I need to get a, a legit camp and get things going, but we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see how good he actually is, but mm -hmm. his, his grappling is pretty pretty good. And then Rafael Dos Anjos versus Rafael Fiziv. Mm -hmm. Rafael versus Rafael. Mm -hmm. Or Rafael yep. versus Rafael, as I like to say. Rafael versus Rafael. <laughs> there you go. That's going to be an interesting one. For Kormain, too. That's, that's, I think they're setting that up for, for Fiziv. Kind of take the torch. But Dos Anjos has been a guy that's just always been around, always been tough to get rid of. Mm -hmm. And I would like to see him go for another run because I think he he just has a lot to offer the sport. So. Apparently, they were asking him to, to to cancel his fight and step up to fight um, Mahachev, and he, he turned it down. Hmm. There you go. There's a lot of people that turned on that fight. Mm -hmm. I, I, I heard. Mahachev is dangerous, and then of course, the main the event. Main, the main event, the one we've been waiting for a long time. This heated rivalry, this bad blood between. Kobe Covington versus Jorge Masvidal, and there's, there's, we can go into so much on these two. You know the 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 history between Hanuman, and I highly recommend watching the countdown. Countdowns are usually pretty decent. This one does a very good job of documenting everything that happened between these two. You, you seen it, right? Yeah. Mm. 
it, 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 it does a very good job of documenting from the beginning. Like these guys have been, they, they were they were friends for a long time, and mm-hmm. longer than I even realized. Like they were friends even before, um, the Gante, before Covington got to the UFC. These guys were, were boys, and you know things things went south for whatever reasons. There, there's both of them are saying different reasons. Some say you know it was when Kobe started to to get shine. You know, Masvidal didn't like the fact that Kobe's getting all the shine. Mm. Masvidal saying you know Kobe stiffed some of his trainers that because when Kobe came into American Talk Team, Masvidal kind of took him under his wing. Mm-hmm. You know, he he lived with him. All Masvidal's personal, you know, like striking coaches and mm-hmm. different coaches. He he gave them to Kobe, and Kobe never paid him. Mm. Never paid those guys, even when he started making it, you know, big time, whatever. According to Masvidal, anyway. So that's where you know that that's where the bad blood kind of started, and they kind of went, you know, their separate ways. Both of them actually got kicked out of American Top Team, which most people didn't know that. The people were saying it was just it was just Kobe, but it was actually both of them. Interesting, but um, Masvidal being Masvidal, being a lovable guy that he is, like the co- the coaching staff would go to Masvidal house to train Masvidal. Mm. That's how much he was loved. And mm. Lambert was like, you know what? Instead of having my guys have to always go or whatever, just to bring him back, just bring him back. Mm. This goes to show you. So yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm gonna post it in, in our um, in our UFC chat that we have on WhatsApp. Mm. But yeah, definitely. Check out that that countdown. It, it does a good job of documenting, a, a pretty good job of documenting like everything that happened between these guys, their career, how you know, parallel it was, both of them coming we up. We don't the get in the habit of posting the countdowns. Just to, just to hype up the you know yeah the the watch parties yeah watch parties will be lit. Watch parties are always lit, but yeah, there's a there's a, there's a lot to cover there, and it's gonna be interesting. I can't wait for the first press conference because we've never seen these guys, the two of them, in the same room. At a press conference setting where they, you know, mm-hmm. going back and forth on each other. You obviously, you know, one will do an interview, other one reply on something else. Or They did do an interview together, mm-hmm. but they put one in the same room. I think that's coming out real soon. There's a clip of it out already, mm. but I definitely want to see the rest of that. Yep. With um, Stephen A. Interesting. Yeah, there's a, there's a Stephen A interview between the two of them. I like Stephen A. A lot of people don't, but I do. He's a polarizing figure. He is. But yeah, this, this one's this one's gonna be a good one. This one is gonna be exciting stuff. Definitely can't wait. Definitely looking forward to that for sure. But yeah, we'll cover it. We'll watch it. We'll bring it back to you guys next week. And I think that will just about do it for us here on IBPC for the podcast. Definitely enjoy you know bringing you guys this gaming news. This fight news and all the good things that happen here at the lounge. So, with that, you guys continue to be good to each other. We're almost out of this this storm, if you will. But still, be good to each other. Stay safe out there. Isaac Boys, out. Peace. Enjoy listening to the podcast? Well, consider becoming a supporter. As a supporter, you can directly support the podcast with monetary contributions, ranging from a dollar to ten dollars, based on your budget. Your monthly contributions will ensure that we can continue to do what we love doing, bringing you great content. Go to anchor.fm forward slash VIVN to find out how you can become a supporter. All contributions are greatly appreciated.